Hi, I'm Nick. Hi, I'm Thomas. And this is the Unbossing Podcast. A show about unleashing the full potential of every organization. Hello, Nick. Welcome to the Unbossing Podcast. Hi, Thomas. It's funny to be in, uh, in my own podcast, in, exactly. in our own podcast, I should say. Yeah. Nick, you are the founder and the lead inspirator of a company called Highfluence, which has as a purpose of giving the world, the organizations, the organization it needs, which are unbossed organizations, which we both agree. I have seen you in action, Nick. You're charismatic. You are able to shake up every discussion which is in danger of sleeping in. And I would like to know, how do you come to this place here? Because you are not, like me, coming from the corporate world, right? Mm. Um, one of my uh, favorite quotes, Thomas, uh, although I'm not a religious person, is uh, a quote from Jesus when he's hanging at the cross. Mm -hmm. He speaks the words, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Mm -hmm. And although we will never... 100% know for sure what he meant with those words, he truly meant with those words, or even whether he really said them or not. But one interpretation that I particularly like is that he's actually asking in his world, God, in my world that's life, the universe, to forgive the people that are crucifying him because it is not them as human beings but they are consumed by envy, by jealousy, by hate, and they lost the connection with themselves in such a fundamental way that they are able to harm someone else so bad that they put him and, and, and sentence him to death at the cross. You know? mm -hmm. And um, the fascinating thing is that science is now proven, proving that Father, so life, mm -hmm. is actually forgiving us once we die. <laughs> but that's a bit late. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you know it, but from the 100 people that go into a cardiac arrest so that they try to br shock back to life, mm -hmm. 96 of the 100 people, so 96% actually dies. Yeah. Uh, but 4% does come back. And what's really interesting is that the most common first question that those people that come back from that intermediate zone between life and death, the first question they ask the doctors is, why did you bring me back? Which is 
kind of a disappointment for the doctors who did all the work to bring them because back. Because it was so wonderful to be in that zone, or what? Yes. Or so, if you look at many similar experiences, what they all say is that for the first time in their life, they felt truly accepted. Mm -hmm. They felt completely and truly accepted within the universe that we live in. So even though whatever they did in their lifetime, no matter how many people they harmed, no matter how jealous they were, no matter how envy they were, no matter how people they hated, once you die, you feel completely accepted. And that brings me to the answer to your question. That makes me reflect a lot on something, a, a life-changing moment that I, or period rather, that I had about 15, 16 years ago mm -hmm. when I was um, sitting next to the father of my ex-girlfriend at the time. Uh, girlfriend at the time, now ex-girlfriend. And um, he had only a couple of weeks to live. So the date that he was going to leave this world was set, how he was going to leave, etc. And he was sitting in his chair. He had his chair overlooking the garden and um, he was sitting there and he was actually the first person who really invited me to give all my attention to a flower, to the frogs in the pond. Mm -hmm. And although he was weak, obviously he was very ill, terminal, terminal cancer, um, he was drugged. At the same time, he had this incredible aura of peace of acceptance mm -hmm. and in a way an increased level of consciousness you know mm -hmm. and i remember thinking i was 25 26 like wow so when you know that you only have a couple of weeks to live that you're going to die yeah the things you enjoy are the flower in the garden and the frogs in the pond mm -hmm. and in that same period, I was working in a big corporate company. Mm -hmm. And what I noticed that it wasn't just only me having a lot of mental struggles with myself and others, but actually everybody in the company was having these mental struggles. There was, You know how it goes in a corporate... Cor I do. <laughs> There's a lot of envy, a lot of insecurity, a lot of... Um, uh, managers being harsh to their people, a lot of in extremely toxic comp competition. I like yeah. healthy competition, but there's also a toxic way yeah, of competing. Yeah, it's called negative politics. Mm. And still, and still, Thomas, even though most of the energy of the people was consumed by these negative emotions, yeah. still the company was making profit. So, the question that rose in my mind was... In, in my mind as well. Imagine. Imagine. <laughs> what if everybody in this company would be able to work from a place of peace, from acceptance, from forgiveness? Um, in other words, is it possible that what people experience when they're dying or, or about to die that increased level of consciousness, that, that, that feeling of total acceptance, that you don't have to prove yourself, that you don't have to compete with others, that you are complete the way you are. Can you move that moment forward in your life? Mm -hmm. you know? Can you start living that way as if 
today as if you died yesterday, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. And what if companies would, that we would create organizations that start from that perspective? And so um, that triggered my mission. That was, uh, it, it didn't take long for me to, um, to, to stop working in the corporate and, and start my first business. And that triggered my mission um, to what we now call unbossing organizations and liberating potential. But actually, that's just a really cool and professional way to say that we want to inject more love, more peace, more forgiveness mm-hmm. um, uh, in organizations. And in the past 15 years, I have had the privilege to experience the power when a group of people within the context of an organization, so it's a profit organization, you need to be financially healthy, you have your project deadlines, yes. and so on. So with that, within that same context, what happens when you achieve that level of connection with a group of people? And that experiencing that, and it's kind of difficult to put it in words, but all I know is by experiencing it, I just know that that is the way forward. I yes. just, I, there, for me, there's no way back anymore. And um, society deserves these kind, not only society deserves these kind of organizations, but human beings deserve these kind of organizations. Human beings deserve to get up in the morning and to feel the energy, to be passionate, mm-hmm. to spend most of your time developing the unique talents that every person in the world has and to use those talents to create beautiful products, to deliver beautiful services, and inspire others. And if we look at the world today, I'm more convinced than ever that if we as a, as a species want to survive, we need these types. We need a massive shift in the way we build organizations and the way we look at work. And so that's how it started and I experienced several moments where I knew this is it. This is this is the way forward. And so, yeah. Yeah, thanks, Nick. That's what I call purpose. <laughs> I guess more, <laughs> uh, uh, more deep and fundamental of a purpose, it, it doesn't get, right? No, no, no. Indeed, and that's purpose. And I find that fascinating that you and I both come kind of to, to similar conclusions, but we, we came from other sides. For me, it was the experience to see from a financial point of view what is possible, what tremendous success you can have, and I saw it, when such an atmosphere and, 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 such, a, and such a team spirit is there, mm-hmm. you... You, you come, so to say, from the other side, you say, that's the way to go, I feel it, mm-hmm. and I can imagine, so that's your perspective, mm-hmm. oh my God, it, that must be also the most successful way. Mm-hmm. So we come, from my point of view, from two different sides, uh, to the same conclusion. Exactly, and that's maybe, no, not maybe, that's definitely a confirmation of the, the wave that is... Um, that is happening in today's world. I mean, the, and, and a lot of it also so is driven by the suffering that we have in a lot of organizations. Mm-hmm. So 
suffering and pain is one of the best motivators <laughs> to change. It's very true. And if you look at the numbers in our organizations today, more and more managers, but less and less engagement, more and more management, but less uh, and more and more burnouts, more yes. and more depressions. Yes. So there, there is so much suffering in organizations today that for many people, um, they just can't bear it. They can't take it anymore. And they, they, they are driven to look at alternatives. Yes. And that's where it becomes interesting. I really believe that based on the experience of yourself, myself, and our colleagues, and, and many people across the world, there is this really powerful concept that works and that provides an alternative to the traditional way of working, which has been successful for 100 plus years, yeah. but just isn't fit anymore for the world we live in today. Nick, Nick so, I, can, I can fully confirm that to you. The pain is there. Mm. And it comes on top, uh, from my point of view, another hard fact, which is these companies who are still living in the old world of Taylorism, they are either today even not able anymore to attract and hire the profiles which they, which they know very well they need, or even if they are able to attract them, it's only for a short period of time until they leave again. So if I would leave the listeners with one essential insight, yeah. that is that Leaders need to grace themselves with a continuous mindset of acceptance and forgiveness. They need to forgive themselves and their colleagues in advance for all the mistakes, all the frustrations and all the fears that just come with trying to achieve extremely ambitious goals with a group of people. Improving society, manifesting a purpose in the world is not a walk in the park. It's difficult. It's really difficult. And so you need, in the entire journey, you need a constant mindset of acceptance and forgiveness. Now, this doesn't mean, Thomas, that they have to become passive. On the contrary, it means that whatever happens doesn't control them anymore. Now, in my opinion, this is by far the hardest challenge in the journey. But... If you can make progress in this area, I promise to you that you will, you will set your mind free from all the negative thoughts and emotions that imprison so many of us. And you will discover a place of mental freedom. A place of mental freedom from which you have the clearest view on any situation. From which you are or will be able to make the best decisions and to truly create the safety to have the conversations with your team that you need to have. We need to help society create the organization it deserves, it needs, that human beings need, because if we don't, I'm not really sure what's going to happen with the human species in general in the Western world. I think we will continue digging a hole that we will not be able to get out of anymore. So, Nick. <laughs> Don't want to be too depressive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we will, we will certainly not end that on a depressive note. But 
a much more powerful and 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 and, and convincing introduction and purpose I could not imagine, Nick. Thank you. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope that you've enjoyed this inspiring episode of the Unbossing Podcast. To round today's episode up, we would like to give the word to Thomas for a very special request. Thanks, Nick. Dear listeners, if you would like to recommend to us other possible interview guests who did lead successfully or even unsuccessfully interesting and inspiring projects where they liberated their people from bureaucracy, gave them more freedom in order to do uh, their work and their passion, please feel free to contact us. You find the contact details on our website. <laughs>